you said in your head. No, 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 not all the time. Just some of the bits. So far, the discussion is what does Tiff actually say and what goes on in her head. Basically, they are two different things, which we are going to put on hold for now because... Hey, kids! Welcome to Piercing the Veil, and we are on episode 29. 29, 29. kids! Wow. Stephen, wake up. There we go. (laughs) Stephen is with us now. Both eyes are open. Well, one and a half of them anyway. Tiff is wearing her, her snazzy new Harley Quinn baseball hat and is looking like a rebel. Who needs a summer body when you got a Harley Quinn baseball hat? What? Okay. To be fair, I am summer body ready. You are? Yes. You're ready for the summer? Yes, like Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tiff's beach bar. <laughs> Anyway, what we haven't done so far is we've done the hey kids, blah blah blah. blah, blah. I've waved my hands around a bit. What we haven't done is your, your show tonight features me, Stephen Pierce. Me, Tiff. And it stars me, Robin Pierce. Stars. <laughs> That's what I said. You're the co host. I'm not the co host at all. You're just a partner. I am the face. Face of a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. No. Anywho. Right then. So it's been two whole weeks since we've been gathered around this table at Geek Central. Yeah. God, uh, two whole weeks. That feels like quite yeah. a while ago. Yeah, because last week we were in Manchester. Manchester, Manchester! England. Um, spending too much money, having too much fun, eating too the much Byron's. Proper retail therapy. Oh, was yeah. Needed. It was grand. So, let's see. Shall we do our catch-up and round-up? What you've been doing since the last one? Catch Steve. <laughs> come on, Stephen. You, yeah, come on, Stephen. You, you were rushing. Well, yes. Like, you, apparently, on. you've made notes. This yes, time. Made notes. I've made notes. And you were very eager yes. to speak about your written notes. Yes. Your written notes. Well, to start uh, with... I don't have a list. Yes, you do. It, no, I don't. To start with, it's a touch of a downer. Oh. This is true. Yep. This is true. We suffered a loss. Um, the death of a titan, because he is a titan. Yeah. Um, Loki had Panemia last. It was last Wednesday, wasn't it? Yes. Pneum- yeah. Do you mean pneumonia? Yeah. No, yeah, pneumonia. What the hell is panemia? It's pneumonia. It's the medical term. I've never. You know that. the P in pneumonia is silent. silent. All right then. <laughs> It's like when I used um, to say knock and it used to annoy you. Anyway. Uh, yes. Um, hyena. I still say that. <laughs> yeah, about a... F- yeah, not this past Wednesday, the Wednesday before, he went downhill quite quickly, went to the vets. He We got um, antibiotics, which well, we thought they were kind of taking hold. Yeah, he did seem to rally round a little bit, didn't he? Um, but unfortunately, that didn't work. Then he passed around three o'clock in the morning on the Friday. Oh, my birthday. Yeah, he was on my knee. Oh. However, Loki had made quite good friends with... Darth Nibbles. A new rat. Yes, the, the, one of the new ones. 
Steven's on a quest to save all rats. Oh, I am. A superhero quest that then, only he can complete. Then, unfortunately, Darth Nibbles was on his own. So Darth Nibbles needed a friend. Hmm. So we now have five rats. Because we bought them yes. in pairs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we were kind of told that with they had a black one um, called Oswald Cobblepot after the penguin. Because he's black with a little white vest and white gloves and spats on his feet. And basically we were kind of told that he was, you know, he was there but basically on his own until we actually got there. Then they had a brown and white one called, that we've called Stan Lee because you couldn't leave him behind. No. And he's Stan Lee is possibly the well easiest going rat we've ever had. He's certainly, I think, one of the most affectionate rats we've yeah. ever had because Stan wants to be friends with everybody. Yeah. Stan's cute and fluffy. Yeah, yeah. But both of those did have some illnesses. Well, we don't know exactly what the illness, but they, apparently they've been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But they wouldn't say exactly what. Right. Okay, what you been reading? I have been reading Batman the Animated Series. Well, Batman Adventures. Yeah, the, which is based on yeah. the continuity of the animated series. They were basically the first graphic, no, the first comics that I actually read, and I can remember some of them. That some, I remember more than others. Like there's one with Killer Croc on the cover. I remember that one. I've got that one. Kind of a reddish background. And one I found the other day that I did. I had no idea I had when I was going through them sorting out my room. I actually have the Harley Quinn one where she first appeared. In comic books? Yeah. Okay. I, I'd forgotten I had that one. I'm guessing because at the time I just... Would you recommend them? Yes. Why? It's... To start with, I wasn't actually... I kept picking them up in Forbidden Planet, putting them back, thinking they might be more for a child audience. Mm-hmm. They're actually quite grown up. Like, As is the animated yeah. series. People keep mixing up animation with cartoon. I mean, there's one where they basically, they do that. basically Joker <laughs> has a plot and he's getting all different villains involved. And you see all these villains, you know, being caught by Batman. And the Joker's still at large because he's just getting his own way and it's great. Tiff. Yo. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you know? Um, I'm trying to really think here. How about your readings? I've not actually picked up a book after I finished Harley Quinn. What about it, Chief? Oh. How about Dr. Sleep, Chief? Still going strong. I've not started it yet. I you know that's out on Monday. First. Well, I need to finish it first. It's what? It's out on Monday. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. I haven't read that book yet. It's just going to be Dreamcatcher all over again. Doctor Strange, have you not read it? Doctor Sleep. Oh. Oh, God, yeah. Is it going to oh. be Dreamcatcher all over again? <laughs> to explain, I like to read Stephen King books before I watch the movies. And so far, for 10, 12 years now, I've had several runs at trying to read Dreamcatcher. Um, but I can't seem to make it past a certain point. But did you not... Were you not able to pass it 
you were off at some point. Yeah, then I found another point that I couldn't get past. Oh, okay. So the film came out with Morgan Freeman, and I didn't want to go and see it at the cinema because I hadn't read the book. And then it came out on DVD, and I bought it. And that was about ten years ago, and it's still in its cellophane, waiting for me to finish the book, which I might try again this year. I don't know, but because it's set like October, November time, I like to read it at that time. Well, or, yeah, it makes sense. Or not, it? as the case may be. Is that a book that you want to, you know, read in the summer? So, like the X Files, you can only watch it on a rainy day. This is Steve's. Well, you don't understand expo- X Files. No, he, I understand. This the is Steve's Get Out no, clause because it always seems to rain on the X Files. He he can't watch it during the summer. No. <laughs> yes, you can. I love the last two seasons. Is oh, it yeah. two? But it's the first one. You, the, you, what you like is the the two like event seasons yeah. that they've done. Okay. How far did you get into the first? First episode. Didn't get there were past. there were is around the middle of the season. There are three episodes that are pretty much the same thing over and over again. What there was something in the woods and it rained. No, that there was. There was a lot going on in the woods, and it rained. I got kind of fed up because every time it'd be right. We got this close, and then back to the beginning. Yeah, but you know that if they ever find evidence, the series is over. True. That is true. Can I just do like a little like reminder? Do you know what comes out this month? Um. The new Pixar movie. Disney Plus. Oh, right. The new Pixar movie's already out. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Onward. Onward? Yes, Outward. Outward. Oh, I always want really? to say Onward. Yeah. yeah, it's out in cinemas. Came out Friday. Did it? Yeah. Pretty sure. Huh. Ooh, someone's losing their touch. I was not aware of this. I thought it came out next week. No, it's out. Oh, we need to schedule a trip to the cinema then. Yes. <laughs> Pronto. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, we can do that for some point this week. Yeah. Um, right, what else have you... What, what have you been watching? Um, um, I don't want to come across that I'm not doing anything, but I'm doing a lot of stuff at the house at the moment. Oh, do tell. So the downstairs got ripped back to the bare brick... Um, plasterboards were then put up and it's been this past two weeks that a plaster has been around to plaster. So obviously there's a lot of um, building work going on and you have a dog to look after, maintain, to make sure that he's okay. So it's just been a lot of concentrating on Boomer. Okay. Boomer walks. Boom Um, boy. Boomer liked a lot of walks. Hmm. Um, I'm still on Batman Nightfall, right over there. Um, that's a collection of the Nightfall continuity, which went on for a good couple of years. Yeah. And it spanned every Batman title. Basically, Batman is put out of action, hands over the mantle to Azrael, Jean-Paul Valley, and hijinks and Sue. Yeah. Uh, Watching-wise, I'm really enjoying Picard 
on Amazon Prime. I would go as far as to say that Picard is the best series to come out in years. I would agree with you. I would definitely you would agree love with you. Picard. Oh yeah. 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 Um, we've just seen the episode where he meets up with Riker and Troy. Yes. And that's a heartwarming episode because it's like seeing old friends back together again. Yeah. There is a little bit of action, but what I'm enjoying about this is it's not a hurried series. It's not a beginning, a middle, and an end, and a resolution, and the galaxy is safe at the end of every episode. It's it's an ongoing yeah. series, and it's kind of a slow, satisfying burn. Um, it's, a, it's more of a smolder of a series rather than a... Well, this week we beat the Romulans. Oh, Next yeah. week we'll beam down and we'll, you know, basically ignore the Prime Directive and yeah. do this. Um, he's not sanctioned by anybody and he is on a mission. And it's it's just really, yeah. really good. Mm. But you do have to watch... To get it fully, you have to have seen Next Generation. Uh, or at least be aware yeah. of the Next Generation, which you are. Yeah. But it yeah. does also, the movies, especially Nemesis, it fixes that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Now, Steve and I went to the cinema on Monday. Oh, yeah. And we saw the latest stab by Universal to relaunch their classic monsters. Uh, we saw the Mummy films with Brendan Fraser yeah. several years ago. Uh, a couple of years ago, we saw Tom Cruise um, again take on the Mummy in what appeared to be Mission Impossible with bandages. And there's the Wolfman. There was the Wolfman where they um, got rid of um, Rick Baker's makeup and went CGI yeah. with the Wolfman. They they finally got it right. Really? Yeah. They finally got it right. Um, I think it was a good point that they stopped going with various attempts to revive the whole thing with the mummy and went with a different icon mm. in The Invisible Man. Um, I've always been a sucker for Invisible Man films. I mean... You've got The Hollow Man, yeah. Memoirs of an Invisible Man. And, of course, you've got the original Invisible Man with Claude Rains. Do you remember when Steve used to do The Invisible Man? Oh, yeah. when he used to wear sunglasses and put bandages <laughs> on his head yeah. and claim to be invisible. That was you know, fantastic. That, would, that was funny. That would have been considerably less sad had he not been in his mid to late teens. <laughs> I was convincing, though, wasn't I? It's the hand gestures that you had to do. Oh. Yeah. Oh dear, dear, dear. Um, they've updated it, of course. Normally, Invisible Man movies, um, certainly the one with Claude Rains, it's a serum mm. that makes him invisible. Uh, this, he wears a suit, right, with hundreds of little cameras on, and it's like a black leather gimp suit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with with all these cameras on, and um, 
you know, it's it's the serum that drives them crazy in both the Invisible Man and the Hollow Man with uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. In this, he's already an abusive kind of boyfriend who gets left by his girlfriend. Oh. He fakes his own death, then he goes after. Yeah. And tries to drive her crazy. He goes on kind of like a, a murder spree. And of course, she's trying to convince everybody that there's an invisible man after her. I and would nobody be believes careful it. not to go into too many spoilers. That's all I'm saying. You can get that from the trailer. Well, yeah. I'm a professional film critic, I love you. Know. Well, you get carried away. No, so is Stephen. Yeah. When did he ever professionally review a film? Sci Fi Weekend magazine. Exactly. No, there we go. It's really? <laughs> Got something to say, Chief? <laughs> Only what I usually have to say at times like this. I hate both of you. Hate is a strong word. Yes, it is. I can't think of a stronger one right now because you're both little smart asses. Oh. Anyway, so are you going to go and see The Invisible Man? Well, I was supposed to go see it on my birthday, but because everything went a bit too late and then I had visitors over... We decided not to, but it is something I am considering. Okay, are you going to go and see the new Pixar movie, Onward, Outward, or whatever Outward. it's called? Outward. Okay. I would like to. Okay. It's all depending on our time. Ah, right. It's quite hands-on on the deck at the moment, in the house. We're almost ready for a kitchen. Almost? Almost ready for a kitchen. Okay. <laughs> so, I would definitely recommend The Invisible Man. And now, here's Stephen's take. I'm glad, like you, that they didn't go with the Mummy movies because the last one in particular, it, as you said, it was Mission Impossible. And they tried to do this dark universe. The one thing I did like in that movie, though, was the kind of reference a lot of the older monsters. Like the creature from yeah. Black Lagoon's hand. And the, the thing I really am happy about with The Invisible Man is they got it right, they've updated it, but it's also launched more movies to be made because it's been announced that James Wan, the one who directed Aquaman, is pretty much doing a Frankenstein movie. Ooh. Because what he said is basically his concept is basically people next door are building a monster in the basement yeah. and it goes on the loose. Okay. Okay. He hasn't given it a title, but you can pretty much guess it's going to be Frankenstein. Yeah. Do you remember Frankenweenie? Yeah. Burton ad- adaptation. Yes, with the dog. Yeah, I liked that one. Stephen pulled a face. Why, Stephen? Why would you pull a face? Stephen pulled a face. I saw it. Frankenweenie? Which one was that? The one the with the... Oh, animation. sorry. I thought you were on about Ego. I didn't like that. No, I'm talking I haven't about seen Frankenweenie. You've, you have, have yeah, because yeah, you got I rid of it. Yeah, I think you gave me the DVD. Yeah, you Did saw I? it and got rid of it. Yeah, and then I think I got rid of it. Okay. I remember Frankenweenie being a short film yeah. before it was a full-length one. Yeah. And it was shown in front of Beetlejuice at the cinema. Yeah. Oh, I remember you telling me that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Stephen showing me Beetlejuice for the first time, yeah. and you guys weren't here. Okay. But then he was like, but if you get scared, I didn't show you it, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, really? This wasn't the I didn't get scared. It wasn't was the other actually. one I showed you? Um, Stop covering up Small soldiers. Yeah, yeah. It was small soldiers and Beetlejuice. There's. Um, one of my favourite films, actually. Beetlejuice. I used to get that on Blu-ray. One film mm. that Universal were going to make back in the 80s. And. Sometimes I, I I would like to have seen this film. They it didn't get made. Okay. They were going to remake the creature from the Black Lagoon. One of my favourite. Oh, monster I movies. do like that one. Right. Mhm. And it was going to be directed by John Carpenter. Really. Yeah. Mm, that would have been a good one. That would have been superb. Yeah. Why did it fall through then? I don't know. Um, I can't remember if Carpenter was going to make it before or immediately after his remake of The Thing. Right. I know that they're doing another version of The Thing. Bloomhouse yes. are doing it. Explain Bloomhouse to our listener. Bloomhouse is pretty much the new... Universal horror and Hammer horror. It's kind of basically it's the name for the company that does all these movies. Right. They've done. Excuse me. I'm just going to put my phone on silent. Unfriended. Uh, They've done some really high Halloween. quality things, haven't they? They are. They are in talks. Apparently, one of the ones I would love to do is Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, yeah. Now, would that carry on, or would it be another restart? Maybe carry on. Oh, good. So, are we talking Kane Hodder as That's Jason? what they want, because the one of the early talks they had was also bringing Corey Feldman back. Oh, right. You know, all these years like later, yeah, carry yeah. on from... From when we last yeah. saw him, uh, basically, in an asylum. Yeah. Yeah. But Bloomhouse is definitely, I'd say these days... The They're in top, partnership with, with um, Universal as well. They are the top horror people these days. Okay. It's nice to see horror making a resurgence. Yeah. Um, and it's it's nice to see that there is a film out, a film company out there that's specialising in them. Yeah. It's nice to actually see horror films as well. Yeah, rather, rather than, than the that conjuring and oh, the yes. nun and Hang on, you said it right then. Yeah, I know. For years, how have you pronounced it? Conjuring. Yeah, she would ask me, Dad, have you seen the conjuring? Well, mm. I, I say it how I see it. Say it again. I say it how I see it. Okay, so best of the cat. <laughs> so there are lots of films that we are going to see. As I was recording my bit for the midweek drive on Siren Radio this past week, a friend of mine sent me notification of the James Bond film postponement. Yes. Now, I'm really not happy with this. Um, the official line is they feel it'll do much better with a November release. Okay? 
there's something about this that doesn't sit well with me because I've seen the trailer and it has some good sequences in yeah. it involving the Aston Martin and some stunts on a motorcycle. But somehow it seemed a little bit lacking and I'm wondering if they're doing any reshoots. Now the official line yeah. is that as at present yeah. March the 7th 2020 uh, Chinese cinemas are shut and we know that China accounts for a sizable chunk of the worldwide market so they reckon that they, they would lose out considerably if they didn't release the film and for it to be seen in the Chinese market I, I'm still not buying that because I, I don't think that Bond is going to be the biggest grossing film no. of the year. They never are. They are popular, yes. And I've been a Bond fan since the 60s, since I saw um, You Only Live Twice yeah. at the, the cinema. But I don't think that they're going to. They are the huge blockbusters. Um. This can go two, one of two ways. Either the Bond producers are going to look really silly having delayed a film that's ready to go for seven months. Yeah. Or other big Hollywood film productions are also going to be delayed for the same reason. Mm. Um, expect, you know, Disney... I would say Pixar, but hey, Pixar have already gone ahead. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, Wonder Woman was delayed from last year to this. I understand, I understand with Wonder Woman, though, why okay. that was delayed. Why? Because apparently there were reshoots. Yeah. Because of you having actors coming in and out of the actual, you know, like uh, Robert Patterson, yeah. who's now Batman. Yeah. They apparently want to do kind of a thing that's going to address all this. Oh, right. Okay. Because okay. that that's why it got delayed. Oh, right. Okay. But with Bond, if I'm brutally honest about Bond... Yeah. I'll go and see it, but I'm really not bothered about the film at all. I have no interest in it, really. It seems to tie in to the previous... Four. Which is why I've got no interest. And, you know, it's, it's like a five-movie-long cycle. And it's quite tedious. See, of the Daniel Craig movies, I enjoyed Skyfall. And I thought Skyfall makes Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace into a trilogy, rounds it off nicely. Yeah. Then we got uh, Spectre. Yeah. Which harked back to it all again. I thought, no, 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 no. See, at the end of Skyfall, you had the set that M used to have with those uh, double doors. You know, the, the door, the short entrance way, yeah. then the other door. And the best possible ending for that could have been for M to call Bond in and tell him that he was going to have to investigate... Some strange goings on at Crab Key, and there we are. We are back to Doctor No. Yeah, job done. Mm. But 
about um, you know Spectre and Blofeld being a relative, and I, I thought no. I personally think that Daniel Craig's run his course now. It's not time for a new. Yeah, and I I find his films. I I want to rewatch them again, and I will before this yeah. movie comes out because I will see it at the cinema. But he's a bit tedious. Mm. The last Bond film I really, truly. Honestly enjoyed. Die another day. Was die another day. I really like Pierce Brosnan. See, so do I. See, yeah, he's when, one, I yeah. think he's my favorite. I've I've watched them all. I've watched them all with you. Yeah. And he is actually my favorite. And I'm actually a bit annoyed that he only had. I think was it two movies. Four. Oh, was he only four? four. When I think he could have done a bit more. Yes. When die another day came out, I was really looking forward to that movie. Yeah. Ever since Daniel Craig's movies have come out, there it's more of a case. I'll go and see it. But I can't honestly say I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It comes across as a bit of a drip to me. Yeah. yeah. And I think they've actually... He's not the indestructible superhero that we we are actually paying to go and see. They have really yeah. messed it up because usually they'll announce the Bond song and you'll have the banners and stuff up to build up the movie. I, I don't know what the Bond song is. Um, They have... It's not the worst. Oh. It's not the worst. I've heard much worse. Okay. Um, I I can't actually remember how it goes right now because I've heard it three times. Um, Alex has played it a couple of times on Midweek Drive. Um, the worst ones are still the last one by yeah. Sam. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. Um and oh God, the Madonna one. Oh, the Madonna. The that was terrible. Was that not um? That was like techno, wasn't it? Die Another Day. Oh, was that Die Another Day? But it was the only bad thing about that film. The other thing I found uh, as well with the Diana Craig Bond movies. They're, they're dull movies. Yeah. Mm. They have gone with realism. And the selling point of Bond, yeah. for me, is that it is a fantasy. I think this is where I'm probably in a minority group. I know people's least favourite is Moonraker, or the Bond films. Mine, anyway. For me, it isn't. Okay. It's Spectre, by a long shot. See, Moonraker is a dumb film. Yeah. And they take it to absurd levels. But you can watch it, and you can still be entertained by it. In Spectre, I was bored. It's one of the only times we've gone to Cineworld. I've kind of attempted to just walk out. Because it's just been boring. Where would oh, you go? I've got that. the car keys. Oh, McDonald's or something. Uh, it would have been better Grab than... a coffee and look yeah. at your phone. More entertaining. I had one of them and it was for the Lego movie. I honestly felt that I could have... But I, I will go on record and say, Spectre, I was bored. Physically bored. I didn't like the Lego movie. No. Um, bits of it were okay. Then Steve persuaded me to go and see the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. And I I resisted. Yeah. Um, but in the end, I gave up and I went to see the Lego Batman movie. I've got to admit... It wasn't that bad. I like the humour. Oh, okay. Because have you seen the Lego Batman movie? I don't think I have. It's actually I, I, quite I funny. I quite grudged after watching the Lego movie. I was like, oh, it's, um, oh, how does that so song Everything go? Everything is awesome. 
Everything is awesome. Everything is better when you're part of the team. Anyway. Everything is oh. awesome. See, I, I didn't like when it. You're living in the dream. I will was... punch you in the throat. Scoop. What? Scoop. The new Scooby Doo movie that's coming out. Ooh. I like Scooby Doo. It has and the, I like the it has Dick Dastardly in it. I like the live and the Blue Falcon movies. It's animated. But it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, this yeah. is animated. Animated. Look, yeah, look at the face. He's ready. Ah. And they actually have a Scooby Doo in oh, Cineworld. Oh, piercing the veil but... outing. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, you can't say no to a road trip. I can. Right, all in favour that wants to go see Scooby the Doo movie, say Doobie. aye. 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 The eyes have it. Oh, oh hell two no. Two against what? Three. The eyes two have it, three. sir. Two against three. Two against one. Sorry, there's three of us. That's what's getting confusing. The eyes have it, sir. Two against we one. We have an accord. Why don't you, Tiffany, drive him, Stephen, to the cinema... Watch your Scoob movie. Yeah? Without yeah. the tone. Yeah. yeah. We don't need the tone, Pierce. And double bill it with your Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I if that I floats your that boat, the then oh. you can come back here on a Saturday night and tell me all about it. Well, I have a little nap so, and you carry the show. Hold on. No, Sonic, Sonic. I don't think anyway. Sonic is in the cinema. And anyway, I think I've, it is in the cinema. I've ordered it anyway. You what? He's pre-ordered. I don't want to watch it in the cinema, but you know... I'll, I'll... You'll watch it at home. You, you don't want to Ooh. use your unlimited card to see it in the cinema. No. But you will gladly... Well, Hang who on. is he going to Whoa, 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 whoa. What format have you ordered this on? Disc. Blu-ray. Have you ordered it on Blu-ray? It's Blu-ray. Future's blue. Future's blue. Oh, <laughs> you sad, sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> the future's blue and so Sonic. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't go for the steel book, so that's something. Well, anything. Anyway, I want to go see Scoob. I think we should all go. I'll drive. Wait, just drive him. Hold on, so what is it costing you then if they're driving? Yeah, I'll drive. Well, exactly, what is it costing you? Right, I will tell you. Your at time s- does not count. At 60 years oh, of age, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how much time I have got left. I've told you, you've got at least another 60 in you. And I don't want to waste whatever couple of years I've got left. You know what I'm hearing, Stephen? He just doesn't want to spend time with us. All I can say to that is Scooby... Doobie. Do. Do you want to go? I hate both of you. (laughs) I just hate both of you. So, we've won, you've lost. No. Okay. I don't have to say anything I don't want to. I'll drive. I'm an adult. No, no. No. No, adults talking. Adults talking. Adults talking. East. You're seeing do. Oh, I don't want to. Well, you've seen well, Scoob. If we have to see... It's not like you're paying for it, so you know. What's it called? Oh, um, No Time to Watch or whatever. The Bond movie. Then you've got to see Scoob. Mm, yeah, I think it's true. I think Stephen's got a point here. 
We will discuss this <laughs> off the microphone. It's only because so you can swear at us. Yeah. 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 I'd rather stay on the microphone, so then I don't get sworn at. Scooby doo we do. Where are, are you? you? <laughs> Got some work to do now. Scooby doo we do. Where are you? I was watching Scooby-Doo when I was about nine years old and neither one of you had ever been heard of or thought of. Well, keep the face then. I think I've paid my dues to Scooby-Doo. Nine years old? Was Scooby-Doo black and white then? Well, everything was because we had a black and white TV. It was 1969. (laughs) Oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Was that dirty humour? No. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it. You owe it to yourself to see it. I yeah, have, I actually to that have... nine-year-old little yeah. boy inside you. Who really wants to see it. Who introduced you to monsters. Yeah, that. That, exactly. Lost in Space introduced me to monsters. And Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo. Now that has some plot Scooby-Doo twists. Scooby-Doo just introduced me to Old Man Wilson. In one episode, and it's Wilkins. Oh, I'm sure there was a Wilson well, as well. Well, clearly you need to re-educate yourself, so you're going to have to come with us, aren't yes. you? Yes. You're despicable, both of you. <laughs> Ruh-roh. <laughs> oh, don't you do that on microphone. <laughs> don't you do that on microphone. Steven, do it again. <laughs> Ruh-roh. <laughs> Raw rocks. <laughs> This is quickly becoming the Scooby-Doo controversy. Rush. <laughs> Are you going to do the rest of this damn show in a Scooby-Doo voice? Do it, see what I dare you. Like a rope. <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> oh, well done. You made that speechless. 38 minutes and 42 seconds in. And I can see <laughs> I have lost control of the show. He said he was the star. Yeah. He got, out, he got out, dude. Did you just spit? <laughs> or slurp? I went, Pfft. but it kind of like, a bit of spit comes out when I do that. So I know, nice. I think it might be on my glasses. <laughs> Watch out, it's a wet zone here. Spray a splash it. zone. <laughs> Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> to carry on. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, I've kind of Moving lost track of where forward. we were. Um, the Adams dum-de-dum family. Dum-de-dum. Oh, that's, that comes in a minute. Um, oh, I want to sing I was it. going to go ahead with... Well, it's actually... It's a natural do, do you mind? segue. Ruby Rex? I, I do mind, actually. Do you mind? You won't let me look at your notebook, so don't you look at mine, Missy. Oh, no. I, wanna, I, wanna I will see. stab you in the eye with a pencil. <laughs> I've got glasses on. I will stab your glasses with a pencil. Well, anyway. Um, okay, so if you guys are going to see Scooby-Doo, then look it seems... Look how horny he's getting with his clipboard. You're going to see Scooby-Doo. Look how horny he's getting. Oh, oh. Rock, roll. Ruby Rock. Laura, 
our viewers. Uh, I'd just they're, like they're not to viewers, ex- they're listeners. Idiot. Oh, listeners. I would just like to explain that our dear old father is using very horrible gestures towards me and Stephen. Yes. Stephen and I. And especially, especially seeing as one of us has even spoken in Scooby-Doo voice. Repeatedly, unnecessarily. You know what, Stephen? You just can't help some people. No. You just can't help them. Anyway, what's your notes? Don't, don't hide. Looking ahead. Don't get so haughty. <laughs> Looking ahead. <laughs> Before we do the next show, we will have been on two road trips, Stephen. Yes. And you're not coming along with us on these. No. No. We are going next I weekend. I am on um, uh, uh, rat duty. Uh, no, 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 yes, no, 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 what? See, I'm on rat duty. Yeah. You're on rat duty, okay. Yes. I look after the rats. Yes. Uh, we will be going next weekend to the Starburst International Film Festival yes. in Media City, Manchester. Manchester, England, baby! Manchester! Does, does and that's that always a good time. Always yeah, a good time. It is. It, it's a, as they say at the event itself, it's a very hard event to explain. It's... A film festival, it showcases independent films, and also it's a great networking event. Yeah. And we get to meet all the other writers, and did, have you had garlic recently? <laughs> I had spaghetti bolognese for dinner. I, I, I just got a whiff of garlic then, <laughs> as I was talking. <laughs> I, I silently burped, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> No, get away from me. You are a revolting child. <laughs> You're going straight home after this. No, I want to watch Adam's family. Thank you very much. And um, a few day, a couple of days after that, we're, we're there for Friday and Saturday. One of the films that we're going to be seeing, right? You don't know this. Yeah. Is Human Centipede. Oh. With Whoa. the director, I'm not sure in if it's attendance. the director or the actor. It's one of the two. Oh, I think it's the director. Okay. Well, if you see the director, yeah, can you ask him what Why? went through his mind when he was making this movie? Okay. Yeah, I see. I kind of personally ask that. He, I and thought then the say director was going me. to be doing like a commentary. That's what I've heard. I'm sure that's what they said online. Yeah, but I want to know why. Why see, would you think of something like that? I have never seen it, you see. I'm oh, cur- shudders. Put this shudders way, down my I'm spine. very curious <sighs> to see it. Yeah. But it's one of the few movies that I don't know if I'll actually be able to stomach it's, it. It's revolting. Mm. Last year, we we had a blast last year with Lloyd Kaufman and some trauma favourites. But with, with trauma films, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it's trauma Poultry films. Geist. Oh, I like his his guy. films are. <laughs> the chicken has declared jihad on us all. <laughs> his films, um, Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, I I really enjoyed those. Yeah, but Human Centipede is one that I've kind of. That is actually a funny Human Centipede story. Okay. When it originally came out, yes, I was going to buy it. 
and I was quite looking forward to it because I thought it was about a man who turned into a centipede. Oh, Stephen, you couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> and I thought that was going to be an epic film. Bless your little You've heard of the coronavirus. COVID-19. Moronavirus, right over there. But I thought it would be like the fly <clears throat> with a centipede. No, no. And I think the worst thing about it, yeah, <clears throat> is that they've made a human centipede 2 and 3. Yeah. And the 2 is based about the 1, which is... is I don't know how to explain it. It's very confusing. And then the 3 is based in a jail, and that's just... That's just... I, I Have stop, you seen all three? I... I've not properly yes watched. No? The, well, I've not properly watched the first one, and then I kind of like tried to watch the second one. Was not understanding because I've not properly watched the first one, and then I was like, "Well, what's number three about?" I, I stopped it within five ten minutes. I was like, "Nope, that's a hard N O from me." Why? Bear in mind, we haven't yeah. seen the film. Right. Well, the it was a while ago though, so I think it was. I think it was slack. I think Human Centipede One was obviously like quite a big um, reveal and yeah, it's quite a controversial yeah. film when it came out. So then, Human Centipede Two was a spin-off, and then Human Centipede Three was another spin-off. And you know when you're just making more sequels and you're getting bored and bored and bored and bored and bored and bored and they yeah. get worse and worse and worse as they go on. And then the it was. A B movie, but not like a good B movie. Not like Snakes on the Plains or anything like that. It was just a very bad, edited, filmed movie. And it was about these... um, It was based in a jail. And then the the security guards were horrible. The, obviously, prisoners were horrible. And then they ended up making a full-on human centipede throughout the jail courtyard thing. And it was just... It was just disgusting. And you could see them feeding the first person, so then obviously he yeah. released into the other person's mouth. Ah, yeah. no! Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that is, the, that human is the human centipede. I mean, I knew it was somebody being grafted onto somebody else and onto somebody else and onto... Yeah, no, but it literally, they literally had made... To... Uh, yeah! Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. and this, I was just... Oh, it this was is why disgusting. I say this that, is why that, I... that that must make it like a really bad taste movie. Oh, God. Oh, this is why when I saw it, I was kind of I'm kind of surprised it's there. Okay. I mean, the first one might be better. I think the first one would be better than the second and third. Just I think don't... it's the second I... one they have. I thought it was the first. Oh, just don't bother with the third. Like I couldn't. Anyway, explain there anymore. is one of the screening rooms that they have. That just shows old cult films. Okay. And that's where I tend to hang out mainly. Yeah. Um, I mean, last year, or the year before, sorry, we saw stuff like Kingdom of the Spiders with William Shatner. Yeah, as Rack. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, okay. Stuff like Howard that. the so Duck. It's a good time. Yeah. And seeing all the writers. And but we do mm. tend to spend most of our time with the cult films, and that's where most of the people yeah. go. Yeah. Now, speaking of William Shatner, the second part of our uh, road trip experience will be to meet the great man himself. Yes. Um, There is, in the Millennium Centre in Cardiff, a special screening of Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, the best of the Star Trek movies. Mm. And William Shatner will be there in person, answering questions doing Q&A 
and we have the VIP tickets to meet the great man. I'm Ooh. just hoping that the um, coronavirus outbreak, the pandemic, um, doesn't actually cause him to uh, call it off, but so far it's all on. I'm also hoping we have no more storms. Yeah, we've been getting like a storm every weekend. Yeah, we've had four in a row, haven't we? Yeah. It's like because Armageddon. because um, apparently the way to Cardiff, I heard the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like you know, we've got the four by four, like and that stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing: even four by four wouldn't get through. Oh, is that in Bilth Wells? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably dried off yeah. by now because that was. Um, yeah, you get into spring possibly, now. Yeah. So. COVID-19. Wow. That's kind of scary. Now, I'm I'm not going to go on and on about this. It's... It's almost like living through one of those sci-fi horror yeah. movies. A little bit like Captain Trips in The Stand. The disease that sort of ravages the world. Yeah. Or one that you might know the better. Plague to... in Omega Man, yeah. I Am Legend, The Last Man on Earth. Mm. They're all the same story. One you might know better is in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and the first of the remake ones. Yeah. At the end, you've got this one person that catches the disease. Yeah. And it seems a red dot on a map. Yeah. And you see everywhere this person goes, someone else is infected, and by the end of the credits, yeah. everyone has it. Yeah, but as long as you're, you know, your typical hygiene standards... Well, that can help wash you. Wash your hands. But the World Health Organization yeah. and the Centre for Disease Control in America, right, yeah. have come up with a figure that... Um, they're nowhere near getting a, um inoculation for this yet. Right. Okay. Um, it's now spread worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And based on what the World Health Organization and the CDC have said, I ran some figures. Okay. Now, these are estimated figures, of course. Nobody knows what's really going to happen. Yeah. And I sure as hell am not here to mm. alarm anybody. Mm. Um, but there are, to the last count, okay. There are 7.53 billion people on the planet. Okay. 70% of those are going to get coronavirus, this COVID-19. Right. That means that by the time we get some kind of uh, inoculation serum going... 5,271,000,000 people, rounded up, will get the coronavirus. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Now then, they reckon that 3.7% of everybody who gets the disease will pass away. Okay? Okay. Sorry, tell me that figure again. The 5.7... 5.7 will pass away? Yes. Right, okay, yeah. That means that the estimated death toll, and this is estimated only, 
of the COVID-19 bug. Yeah. 14,246,000 people will die. Well. Who would not otherwise have died. Yeah. Well, not otherwise have died. Would you really know that by fact, well, though? Well, no, no, no. Cause... But, um... I was I I remember seeing films and I'm not making light of it, but I relate a lot of things to films, um, like when the disease breaks out in um, Last Man on Earth, yeah. which is based on the Richard Matheson novel, and as you said, the spread of this, as detailed in the Rise of the Planet yeah. of the Apes movie, The Sting, wasn't yeah. it? Which wipes out? Is it the pets it wipes out? People. People. Okay. Pets in the original yeah. movies, right? <clears throat> it's it's like walking. I was I was walking just before we we came on air. I I took Bo for a walk down the lane, and you know it's windy and breezy out mm. there, and I was thinking, it's actually very eerie because there there are bacteria coming, and it's inevitable that it'll hit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, because it's airborne it's, bacteria. It's airborne bacteria. And, you know, it's silent. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't yeah. know where it is. It's completely invisible. And it's going to kill 14 million people. But, um, obviously... It's quite horrifying not, when yeah. you think about it. But it's, not it's like, trying to make it, it's like... It's eerie, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not trying to make it, obviously, like a very down depressing like stage. But I've obviously read something, yeah? Yeah. And it, it's honestly very true. You've got people... I can't. I don't. I, I'd never written the figures down yet. But there's figures higher of people dying of dying flu. No, dying of heart attack. Did dying that? of um, diabetes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And then dying of pneumonia. Yeah. They're they're obviously More bigger. Even the sti um, statistics for suicide is higher at the yeah. moment than coronavirus. Yeah. Or CBD nineteen. This is, all you're saying is absolutely true, because I saw a large list online, you know, sort of, so far, you know, a um, few hundred people have died of COVID-19, um, you know, in the same time, so many people died of uh, influenza, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, snake bites. Yeah car accidents and yeah. all the rest of it and you never know when they're about to come no no but i think the 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 alarming thing about it this the scary thing is that those other deaths there will be fluctuations but mm. there's there's a degree of kind of a norm about them yeah, yeah they've been known for long enough that now. there is a base figure and you statistically yeah. there are highs and lows yeah and there there is a baseline figure that they know is the average they don't know what the average of this is no. yet yeah. because today according to the news that they we, we had at five o'clock um there are 42 more cases of that in this country today yeah, the than there were yesterday. Yeah. Because and that's just going to accumulate and accumulate. And we're for the first time in my life, we are in a position where they're talking about events like the Bond premiere 
being postponed. They are advising people of 70 years and above not to go to things like sporting events like Premier yeah, League football I think matches. The and they could actually game, exclude them as well. The, the rugby game this today was uh, um, closed off. One of the things you weren't found weren't allowed to be in the stadium. I've seen as well. Really? Really, yeah. Um, and that they are concerned about it is with this COVID nineteen. Yeah. One of the main concerns as well now is the COVID nineteen is a mutation. Yes, and it will carry on mutating. And it'll carry on mutating. So it's not a case of we have COVID nineteen, and that's it. This is what we're dealing with. It's COVID, you know, you could have, say, a COVID-20. Yeah. Yeah. Because that 19 is just the 19th iteration of it. Yeah. And then you've got the entire world population panic buying, hand sanitising products and stuff like that. I mean, there's a certain element of goofy craziness in this because I've seen... um, on the Sky News website, that people are being urged not to make their own hand sanitizing <laughs> products using stuff like vodka. Yeah. So many people are going abroad now, though, because it's cheaper. It's cheaper flights, cheap hotels. And I'm like, yeah, but you could just come bring it back to your own country. I think that's what's going to happen, though. Yeah. Um, we are fortunate to be living in a small coastal resort. Um, well, you, you'd you be surprised how many people from around here are going to Tenerife next week. No, I wouldn't really. Uh, because these people are going to come back. Yeah. Um, as the disease takes hold, and we, we're looking well into the summer months, Yeah. Mm. people will be not going abroad because flights might be grounded. And people will be thinking, well, we'll play it safe. We'll stay in the UK. They're going to come to places like this. Yeah. So it's inevitable that it'll be here. So if you think about it, right, 70% of the population of the world is going to get this. A lot. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. That means there are three of us around the table. Yeah. Two of us are going to get it. Yeah. But they do say that if you've got... A good immune system. Yeah. And sorry, Dad, but you're sixty and above. I'm sixty. <laughs> but again, you've I, got a good chance I of am, surviving it. I am actually one of the ones at risk. Yeah. Because they say most at risk are sixty plus, as you rightly say. Uh, anybody with a respiratory disease, not me. Anybody with a chronic heart disease, hello. And anybody with diabetes. Hello again. Mm. So. Wait, respiratory. Breathing. Lungs. Ah, oh, so like if you've had asthma. Or if you have asthma. Yeah. Or what if you've had pneumonia? Depends what yeah. uh, shape your lungs are in now. Oh, no. And judging from your voice, I would say that yours yeah. are in probably good shape. <laughs> they get plenty of exercise, Tiff. They get plenty of exercise. Fine. So. Um, wow, we've done an hour. Okay, after the show, this is the part that our viewer, listener, doesn't know about. 
we tend to eat donuts, drink coffee, and have a movie. Yeah. And tonight we're watching last year's surprisingly good Adam's Family animated yeah. movie. The Adam's Family. Da, 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 da. So, my question to you in closing is... The two classic series ran head-to-head 1964-1965, okay? Yeah. Adam's Family, Munsters. you got to choose one. Which one would you choose and why? And first of all, it's you, Stephen. Munsters. Why? <gasps> because I think the dynamic between Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis, it's so strong throughout that entire series. And it's the fact that it's the Universal Monsters... One of the greatest double acts of all time. Those and two. it's only very recently they've actually seen all of the Adams Family episodes. Really? Yeah. I thought I showed you all of them. No. Didn't I? No. That's very remiss, isn't it? Tiffany. Oh, I prefer Adams Family. Why? I can just relate to them in such like many different ways. I love Wednesday Adams. I like the fact that they're constantly using like death traps and trying to get each other out and stuff like that. It's just... You know when you just like, you clearly know you're the odd family. I kind of adapt to that. Hang and on I'm a like, second. We are the we, Adams family, but we, we bring we, it in a bit. We are the odd family? Yeah. We are? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the Adams family slightly over the, mon- the Munsters. Because the, the Adams family... See, the Munsters is just a... Um, um, a, a typical 60s family sitcom with the mother and father. It's a domestic sitcom, except they happen to be the Universal Monsters. Mm. The Adams Family, there's something more anarchic and psychotic and yeah. sociopathic about them. Yeah. And I, I just find them even funnier. Yeah. So, Adams Family for us, two to one. So I win. They're creepy no. and they're spooky, mysterious and new. That, 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 Tiffany. I'll shoot him in the back! Excuse me. Right, on that note, I think we'd better wish our listener a good night or a good day, good morning, good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to the show, just have a good rest of your day, okay? Let's face it, it can't be any worse than the last hour. So it's good night from me, Tiff. Me, Steve. And me, Robin. Extolling you to stay different, stay weird. <laughs>